episode of the Walk-In Podcast. You know it's your boy Cam. I got my boys with me as usual. You know what I'm saying? Eli, Chris, how we feeling today, guys? How we feeling? Feeling good. Yeah, feeling real good. How about you? I'm feeling a little bit better than Eli. Yeah, a little bit better? (laughs) Hey, man, that's fair. I'm I'm good. You know, today I'm feeling good. You know what I'm saying? Especially being back with my boys. They put me back in a good spirit. This past weekend was rough for me, y'all. I'm not going to lie. I had a a rough weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. So being around y'all definitely uh, got me back, got me back right. You know what I'm saying? This weekend was was annoying, um, sports wise. You know, not actual like life, but you no, know, it was it was rough. You said sports. Well, you know, all my football teams lost. I lost all my bets this weekend. I just lost everything. I lost all my bets. All my teams lost. I lost some fantasy. What's the ballpark money that you lost on betting? <sighs> we what do we want to go there? Oh, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like. Couple hundred for sure. Okay. Couple hundred for sure. No, okay. That's you know what I'm saying? Couple hundred. But you know, it comes with the game. I actually have something to say about that. Give me one second. Um and you know, other than that, you know what I'm saying, I um my car fucked up on me. One of my cars fucked up on me. Um my Oh yeah, the old 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 car mobile. My, my Ford. Yeah. Um I got in the car. What so I think it was Saturday. I got I was getting out the car Friday and like some shit like started beeping, but I was like it didn't stop. So I was like whatever. So then I got in the car Saturday to go to work and I started backing out and like it was like my wheel wouldn't move, like it was stuck. Mm-hmm. I was like what the fuck. So I parked it. I'm like what the hell. And then I looked at my thing and you know the little indicator on my car. It said my power steering was fucked up. Oh nice. So I had to truck that bitch down. The street, a few night like, yesterday, and truck it down the street to the shop. I get worked on. I could barely fucking turn the wheel. It was a struggle, but I got it down there because I wasn't about to pay a tow one fifty to get a tow two minutes down the road. Yeah, that wasn't no. gonna happen. That's how you build big ass forearms. Yeah, you so. know they used to drive like that back in the day. I was yeah. just about to mention that. I was I was gonna ask you Eli, if you've ever driven a car that like didn't have power steering like by design. Oh yeah, no that the first uh, manual. Yeah truck that i ever drove that i learned how to how to drive manual on was had no power steering yeah that that shit, that shit is, was awesome it's insane well i mean well, like the, I, sh- the truck sucked but um <clears throat> but it was cool i guess <laughs> you know how hard i was having to yeah no it's, it, it makes a big ass difference it used to just be like that dude like, <laughs> yeah that's how it used to just be yeah that shit was ridiculous yeah. you know and cars were way heavier back then yeah for sure that's why everybody was in such good shape yeah <laughs> that's why you had all the uh, every 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 man nowadays doesn't have old big ass forearms like yeah. back in the day yeah, yeah. we got Dude, little bitch wrists yeah my my friend's dad had those like you know like fucking anacondas in a bag kind yeah. of forearms you know what i mean yeah and he used to grit and like i realize now that it's probably because he grew up driving cars that didn't have power so but he used to like grip that motherfucker like he was like gonna gonna strangle it to death by the steering wheel like mm-hmm. it just was it was like the <laughs> whole time it was white knuckles and like yeah. i don't know what that guy was going through mm-hmm. um because it just was like the tightest grip anybody could have on anything the Sque- whole time he was fucking driving yeah he was squeezing it like he like it owed him money yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's ridiculous so that so that that was my weekend, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I don't sweat that type of shit, so, you know, I'm, I'm all good, though. But that was a, it was an annoying weekend. All that shit happened, so. I saw, uh, speaking of weird car stuff, I just happened to be driving into town, and there was a, a guy. You know you know that um, shopping center that's got the, like, tea, like the Mexican tienda and then yeah, a place yeah, called, yeah. like, Zeus or mm. whatever, which I uh, realize is a club? Um, we maybe should try to check that out. Like, we'll get Juan to take us or something. Um, but yeah, no, they have a whole club down there. It's called Seuss. It's pretty crazy. Uh, but so this guy had pulled, like, not one, not two, but three trailers worth of junk, like, just shit, uh, and spread it all out on that, like, lawn that's right in front of that shopping center. Um, he just had it all spread out. It was all just, like, junk that he pulled in with his, like, you know, 98 Ford Explorer. And, uh, and the cops were out there, uh, like, just talking to him. Like, he wasn't getting arrested. Like, no, it wasn't, like, a like a commotion, but they were out there. I think that guy just, like, pulled, like, three trailers worth of shit <laughs> into the middle of the town. Just be like, hey, come buy my shit. Come get this shit. Yeah, and the cops were like, you can't just do that. You can't just go and sell your shit, like, on the side. And But my question is, like, why not? Like, why can't you go sell your shit? I guess it's, like, 
private property or whatever the people that own the place is called. Maybe they have to have a permit or something. That was yeah, really the sure. only, uh, that, that was the most interesting thing that happened. A permit to sell shit. Yeah, nah, they be on bullshit. But what question did you have for me about gambling? Oh, yeah. Have you ever th- uh, have you ever thought about being a bookie? Have I thought about being a bookie, like a personal? Yeah, like you are the because because I looked up I looked it up the other day because so I misused the word vig, v i g. Huh. Um, yeah. So there's there's a there's a word in the world of un, like illicit gambling and it's the vig, uh, and it what it is is the commission that a bookie makes on a bet. Right. So like. <clears throat> And I also like because I realized that like I didn't know what a vig was. I didn't know what like points are in gambling and like what the fuck that all meant. Uh, so actually, yesterday I spent like a good amount of time looking up illegal sports betting. Um, <laughs> illegal or legal? Well, it's like it's yes. a gray because like you can do it, you can do it online. <laughs> yeah. <now>. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did look up a little that. bit of both. No, because a guy told uh, a friend of mine told me a story about um, this How he guy made a bunch of money. who who figured out how to be one single person's bookie like basically there was this guy who knew an actual bookie and this guy knew a dude that had a lot of money that liked to bet and so the guy that had a lot of money went to the middle guy and was just like hey get me in contact with your bookie i want to make a bet so the guy goes to the bookie that he knows and he's and the bookie is like i already got too much shit going on i can't handle any more shit like you be this guy's bookie and he's like what are you talking about he's like let me explain to you how this works. Um, and so he explained to him like how to be a bookie. He's like, you basically just got to have like a couple grand in the bank account. You're going to take this guy's money, uh, give him odds. And then if he wins, you pay him out, but you take a big, if he loses, you keep all the money because like hypothetically you're paying it out to other people that are betting with you. But this guy doesn't know that you can be this guy's singular bookie. Like, and you're the only, he's the only person you're taking bets from because like the way that it works out statistically is he's going to only win like at most half the time. So if you keep, if you keep enough money in the bank account, you can like run this whole thing where basically he thinks that you're the bookie or like that he's talking to me through you. Um, and you keep the, the commission and you keep all the losses. Mm-hmm. And so the guy just did that for like a decade. He was this one rich guy's bookie and basically just like kind of took, took his money most of the time, gave him some of his money back when he would win. But so I was looking up, I was like, so like points are, so like, <clears throat> like a fair bet is like a, is like a 50, 50. Um, so like if you're a bookie, you take a hundred bucks from two people and you give 200 bucks to one person. That's an even bet. And that's great. Uh, because you don't lose any money, but it sucks because you don't make any money. So if you give somebody, instead of like two to one odds, you give them 1.9 to one odds, then that means that for that hundred bucks, if they win, they get 190 bucks back. The person who loses gets not shit and you get $10 because you, because you set the odds. And that's Mm -hmm. what a point is. Like, they'll just be like, I'll give you five points on this. They're talking about like what percentage of the hundred percent, because it's not two to one odds that you're going to get back. And then what you do is, is like you, you set it up so that like, if you know, this team is going to lose, like you set up like four to one odds, um, or you give them, you know, like eight points, nine points on whatever shit to get that one dumb person to, to bet on that team. Um, and you basically just get all their money. <clears throat> uh, but, but so, and that's how you like set odds and everything like that. I didn't know any of that stuff. Uh, up until yesterday, I just got really interested in it. Um, but yeah. yeah, so a vig is that ten percent that you lose when you make the bet. Because mm-hmm. I use that word incorrectly uh, in a conversation with somebody who's like, "That's not what, it, what a vig is." Um, I thought that that was what you paid like a mobster um, to not like bang up your store. You know, like <laughs> if you've got a bodega in New York and like the mob yeah. comes through, like I thought that that was that was like the what you paid the mob to not fuck your shit up. Mm-hmm. It is not what that is. It's a it's a bookie's term. And then I got to thinking about Cam. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I love to gamble. I gamble. But people who listening, I'm a gambling motherfucker. That's his only vice. It's his only flaw, in fact. Um, it's not even a flaw. No, it's, 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 no, it's not a flaw. You, you handle your shit. But I'm just saying, like... Uh, like, I kind of want you to start doing that so I can hear more about it. Like, I think that the low-key, uh, like, blue-collar criminal underworld is fascinating. Fucking so, fascinating. The thing with that, though, is for me, like, I just don't... Motherfuckers be doing too much, and, like, it's just... Like, it's a lot to keep up with. Like, if you're going to be, like, the bookie, 
Like that's what you gotta do Cause like you gotta You gotta really be keep up on Like me I just like placing mm-hmm. bets And keep pushing Like I like finding out But like you gotta keep up Like y'all need a car I wanna place this Let me put this down on this Alright mm-hmm. cool I got you I gotta Like you gotta set this shit up You gotta know more people Who wanna bet At that point you might as well Just be a stockbroker you know what I'm saying? Like, way more fucking money I could do it, but like, I feel like, like you said, that one dude, yeah. that's what he did. Like, for like, he did that for his living, right? Yeah. Like, you got to, like, the people I know who, like, who bookie and, like, do stuff like that, like, that's what they do for a living. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. They spend I know people, all their time doing it. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, cause that shit take time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Cause you got to figure out the odds, how you're going to play. It's a lot of shit to go into. You can't just be. Yeah, it's like stock option trading. You feel me? Like, it's not like you got, like, a few hours of free time you can figure out. You got to do that shit all day, figure that shit out the odds, like, one thing like, I know people Like it's a few people I know who like Make a living Off sports betting Like they, that's how They make their money Like it's betting Yeah you know There's people that are Really good at gambling Like even mm. at casinos Like playing poker And that's their yeah. Like I, I I worked at a Like before I did restaurants I did retail for a little bit And I worked at a Self a Verizon store that was right next to a casino, the Maryland Live Casino. It's actually a, it's like the only casino in that part of the country for quite a ways. So a lot of like actually big deal gamblers came through. I had a bunch of guys that were just like, yeah, I just fucked up my phone. I need a new one. I'd be like, uh, I don't know what you want me to do. Like it's gonna be two grand because you don't have insurance. You know, it's like, yeah, no problem. There you go. <laughs> Give me a new phone. I'm two like, grand for a fucking phone? Yeah. So like the way that uh, cell phone contracts work, or the way that they used to work, is that you would get a contract subsidy for signing up for those two years. That's why you had to sign up for two years. They're like, I agree to pay for my service for two years. In mm. exchange, um, you're going to get this phone for $200 when realistically it costs $1,000. Like, that's yeah. that's how yeah. iPhones were. They cost they cost $1,000 Yeah, I know retail. that they cost like, a lot of yeah. money, but I was like, where's the other 1000 coming from? No, because he would be, he would want to get, like, the newest, best, like, fuck-off phone. Like, like be- when I stopped selling cell phones, like, the most expensive Samsung or, like, like when they had different sizes of iPhones, like the mm-hmm. most expensive one was like two thousand dollars, yeah, um, gotcha. for a, for a mm-hmm. cell phone if you had just bought it retail. Yeah, so that's that's what those people were doing. My point was is that he just had like two grand cash yeah. to like pick up a new phone. What, like the, no worries, I don't give a fuck. The thing like, is, like the people I know who do it, like like I told myself, like I know, like I like if I make enough money off a of bet, like one time I'm not even joking with y'all. I wanted to go to Detroit and strangle this one specific player. I would have won like twenty eight thousand dollars off like a ten dollar bet. Damn, the odds were so crazy, and everything would have hit if he would like. Because the the thing the thing with betting is, if you do it right, mm-hmm. and if you make enough money or you you successful enough, like you can make a living. Like if you place in thousand dollar bets and you place it on smart stuff, like don't get me wrong, like the stuff I be betting, I kind of bet like some risky shit. Like I might bet twenty thirty dollars on like this shit ain't gonna hit because it's so crazy. But I'm gonna just mm-hmm. waste it. Like that's dumb. But like if say say I make enough money where I could put a thousand fifteen hundred dollars on bets and be okay. I could bet the smart odds and win. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you can, like if you put fifteen hundred dollars on like, I don't know who y'all if y'all in the NFL right now, but NFL. Like I say, if you bet a hundred dollars, a thousand on um the ca- the Cowboys just lost. So that's it. But like the Cowboys and like the Eagles playing like the the worst teams in the league, like mm-hmm. or like a three game slip. Those are guaranteed. Those are damn near guaranteed wins. So like the odds are not gonna be crazy, but you might get. Two thousand dollars out of that, so you just doubled your money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like, you can make your money and be okay. Like, mm-hmm. if you making, you know what I'm saying, probably four or five thousand a, a a month, or five six thousand a month, yeah. or you know, a few hundred, few thousand a week. Yeah, it's a slow. That's a, that's a way that you can live off that. Yeah, no, it's like a slow incremental way to. Yeah, you know, and you'll make, be fine. Make like, more your money. Yeah, no, like I, I've wanted to like stocks have always interested me. But it's one of those things where, like, I don't have, like, a very deep analytical mind for that mm-hmm. kind of shit because you have to look at the news and you have to see what companies are, yeah, I'll, and actually are there, like, you know, what are they going to do next it. and all this other shit. And, um, I mean, because that's a great way to make money is apparently just doing simple stock options. But I just, like, I, I can't sit down and focus to learn for it. Yeah. But, I mean, a, a lot a of strategy it. where you just do whatever Congress does. Yeah, no, like, whatever, whatever you watch. Whatever Nancy Pelosi is yeah, about to yeah, do. Uh, t- yep. That's, that's exactly what you what do because they know shit that you do not know. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. and that's totally allowed. That always blows my mind. It's just mm-hmm. like they're they're basically they're like like if the whole stock market's a casino, like they're the they're the fucking blackjack players mm-hmm. is uh, like the elected officials. That's that's the only. I feel like that's really all. Why they're yeah that or they're basically the house already. <laughs> yeah. No the last have, have you ever been to a casino? Yeah. Did you like it? Did you enjoy your time? Um, yeah, I didn't like the money I lost. Well, I mean, I've but it was a fun time. Yeah, no, I mean, like I was, I, I was on a blackjack table and I was up like 
I think it was like a ten dollar buy in, and I was up two hundred, and I uh, should have exited, but uh, <laughs> we know how that goes. <laughs> Yeah, I, lost I, all of it. <laughs> I I done been up some money, but y'all know I gamble on sports and I gamble on like like video games. Like I bet like yo, let's run two K. Like I bet on shit like that too. You know what I'm saying? I bet I ain't gonna. Lie, I oh, you bet on, on like esports? Yeah, something mean? like that, like Call of Duty and shit, but like video games, like Mad Two K, like you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that type of shit. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I recently downloaded this thing called Players Lounge on my phone. And it's a Madden thing. I think it might be two K too, but like you can go on there and like. Search for a bet, but it's like you do it through players now, so it's like it's not like I'm just finding some random online, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I say, say I send a dude the message, like, do you want to bet $50 on this game? And he say, Yeah, and then I'll, I'll beat him, and then he just like, Fuck, I'm not sending you the money, you don't know me. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> like when you do it through the players now, you got to put the bet in this through them, so whoever win or lose really got you got to send it because and you got to have money in your account to even place the bet, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like a whole like you actually gonna get your money if you do. I'm, I'm. I've been fucking with that a little bit. It's cool, like you know what I'm saying. I fuck with it, but like it's not nothing crazy. It and t- people put like bitches on there because they try to waste the clock and run the ball, do all this. Because it's like for actually for money, you gotta you gotta win. If you lose, you really lose your fifty. Instead of just, so people yeah. put like bitches on there. And I don't really be fucking with that like that. Yeah, no, it definitely takes someone who um, like knows a game very well. Yeah, that's like something I I've just never really been into gambling. One because I don't like to. You know, I'm not very risky Bless. with my money. Yeah. Um. You know, I like to hoard that shit. Like, a, like I it a, it took a, me a while to catch like the gambling bug for like me to understand why gambling is a vice. Like when mm-hmm. I was younger, I was just like I don't like none of this is fun. I don't understand how like pretty much probably losing your money is fun. Um. Yeah. But then, uh, uh, like I started betting on pool. Um. Because like you can legally do that in North Carolina openly in a bar. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to openly bet on pool, and I met a couple dudes uh, that were they were hustlers. Like they, that's literally what they did. Um, one of them was a guy that also sold drugs, um, mm. but but he was selling drugs. But what would go? What? I mean, come on, y'all. Give him he a was chance. selling drugs like right above the street level. You know what I mean? So oh, like yeah. he he would get weight and then like have his dealers. Yeah, sell it for him, yeah. and so like he was at that level. I feel like you're professional at that level. Like if if you're if you're actually doing the deals, like you're not a drug dealer, you're in a tight spot. But like mm-hmm. if you're at the point where like you're you're getting like when you've outsourced, what's that? When you've outsourced, yeah. Your, when you once you started outsourcing yeah. the yeah the actual mm-hmm. like de- like that's when it, like I consider that a legitimate profession. Like the the reason that you're you're you got at employees. Risk is What's mm-hmm. that? You got employees? Yeah, you got what employees. You- like, that's a job. That's a fucking real job. Anyway, um, so one of the guys did that. Hey, man, you can't call in today, man. We got some routes. We got, be- <laughs> we got stuff you got to do. Hey, man, can you send me my W-2? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> can you call out of drug dealing? Like, if like hey, you're man, just like, I'm hey, feel- man, I can't, dog, I can't I like slang shit. today. I can't slang. My tummy hurts. <laughs> do you want me to answer that? Yeah, man. Because y'all know I know. You yeah, know I want to know. I mean, yeah, you can. Yeah, now you can call like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because most of the time, like, let's be real. If like, it's nine, a rainy day, like you know, nine can't times work outside, of, <laughs> can't work the corner. Yeah, like nine times out of ten, like if you, you know, if you do that, like most people either call you because they know you got it, or you like, you know what I'm saying? So like, you not, it's not like, I'm not like I say I'm say I'm a drug dealer. Yeah. I'm not like be like, yo, Chris, I got yada 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 for you. You need something? Yeah, like. You could do that if, like, if, like, say, like, or say you called me a few days ago and I was like, yo, you got something? Like, yeah, but I'm, I'm kind of out the way. I get you tomorrow. All right, bet I call you. I got that for you. I'm here if you need me. Yeah, yeah. But you're you're not, most people, most drug people, they need something. They call they pick person they know. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. You have a hot lead. It's not a cold lead. Uh, yeah, 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 I've had always have a hot lead. I've only had yeah. one or maybe two drug dealers <laughs> send me texts just being like, hey man, yo, you need anything? Hey, I yo, just got homes. this. And then, like, it always works on me if it's like mushrooms or something, because mm-hmm. uh, like the the like it doesn't come up all the time. Shit. Yeah. Um. I'll just be like, yeah, no, let me let me get like some mushrooms for the next time I feel like doing that, even though I don't didn't necessarily want them right now. Yeah. Um. But that's another crazy thing, like drug advertising. That's crazy. But I get what you're saying, Cam. Where it's just like, yeah, I mean, and the way I figured it is just like you, as long as you pay your shit back, nobody cares what you're doing on any given day. And and if we all, and if we being honest, you kind of always got the day off because if you a real drug, yeah. you just driving around chilling all day. Like yeah. you might, you might pull like if you were actual one, like you pulling up doing little quick little transactions like them. 
Yeah. It might take a minute or two that you pull it off. I was just about to say. Yeah, like, if not, you got the day off. You're pushing maybe an hour total a day. Yeah. You feel work. me? And then you can go on vacation. Right. Yeah. yeah you just take day it off. off. You know? Day like, off. I've, like, I've bought stuff where I'm just like, damn, you just made like $400 yeah. for 20 minutes. That's yeah. crazy. Anyway, um, so the other guy that was uh, doing this pool hustling stuff was a bartender. Um, and, like, these guys weren't like... They weren't like operating together per se all the time on purpose, but sometimes they would. Like this was a bartender at a bar. This was a guy that came there all the time. They were both really fucking good at pool, uh, and they were like, we're talking like five hundred dollar bets uh, with strangers uh, that they that they would be putting out. And what the thing is that the the guy that was a bartender, like he happened to be a drunk um, anyway. Like that was who he was, um, but. Uh, he would get shit faced and then still be really good at pool. So what would happen was is he'd After- start playing pool and he'd be sober and then he'd start making bets and then he would get like stumbling drunk, uh, like couldn't like put out a clear sentence if he needed to, stumbling drunk and then just like start betting more and more and like kind of dig himself into a hole. Mm-hmm. So where he's like, so he's like, you know, two, three hundred dollars back and he's like double or nothing, whatever, whatever. And then somebody would fall for it. And then, and then he would just clean the table, like just clean and being like, like can't stand up straight drunk, clean the whole fucking table, walk with like six hundred bucks. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people I know get better at pool when they're drunk, though. I feel like you're a little better when you. No, no doubt. I'm better than at pool when I'm drunk. Like there was one time I was in Asheville. I was out with uh, a friend of mine and um we were just out trying to like drink and have a good time. We were at a bar that had pool tables and it was like one of those ones where you put your quarter down to like be next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a lot of pool tables have a little slot of quarters. And so like, if you put your quarters on the number, like that's like when you come up, that's when you play. Um, so like we were doing that and like waiting, uh, and we were drunk and these other two guys came up who were like, Hey, brought their own sticks and shit like that. And they were like wearing the little glove thing. And they're just like, Hey, so do you guys, uh, do you guys want to play with us? You know, that way, because there's a lot of people waiting for tables and shit like that. So as opposed to them waiting for a whole nother game to go by, it's just like, why don't we just do four on one table instead of Mm -hmm. like two and whatever, whatever. I'm like, sure, I don't give a shit. Like, we're shit faced. Um, And so so we start playing with them. They're taking it real fucking serious. Uh, And I am not. And I fucking ruined their night. I just fucking ruined it. Like, like I made like four balls off the break. They got to go maybe one time, and then I just cleaned up the whole fucking table. Um, and like I was, I was like in an embarrassing state. So like they had to feel really bad about losing to me. Um, so yeah, I do get better when I'm drunk. So did this other guy. Um, but it was it was funny that that was like that was like kind of his like shtick. That was like like he bartended, but he also made a lot of money on pool. Mm. That was crazy. They respect the hustle. I mean, yeah, I mean at that point everyone's falling for it, and it's not illegal. Like yeah. that thing, that's that's not so. Anyway, so that's what got me into like what I what, like making uh, gambling cool is that like you could bet with strangers. Um, and you can do it openly, whatever. Uh, and then it got so far to like now when I'm in boring situations. Uh, like I'll gamble. Like me and uh, Elena. And that's how it starts. Went to see my grandmother swim. My grandmother. She's very old. <laughs> All the people she was swimming with were. Hold on, very hold on. Old. Before you don't tell me you was like, you yo, I bet, bet you on your be... own grandmother. You bet on blood. No, I was betting. Bet on some... blood. <laughs> <laughs> you bet on blood. Well, no, you couldn't bet. You couldn't that's bet crazy. on my grandmother because she's so old. She was the only person in her category, so she was hands down the winner. Um, she got you know. The gold for showing up and not dying in the pool. That's what she got a gold for. Hold on, was um, it like a was it like a swimming competition. It was a swim meet. Um, so like there's there's something what, called what, the. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have so many questions. Yeah. So your grandma, how, when was this? <laughs> yeah, you said uh, you were in Elena on it. a few months ago. Hold on, hold on. So your grandma showed up to swim in a competition. Yeah, but nobody else her age was there. Well, so here's the thing. Um, there's something called the Masters. Uh, and it's a way for adults to competitively swim against each other. And it goes through every age range from 18 to 100. Um, there's a lot more 30. The the, the most competitive, the, the biggest age group is like 30, 40. They, uh, 30 to 40 years old, like they don't, you know, like they swim in high school. They want something to exercise with. And like, so they decide to go back to compete in swimming. And then, so like the age, but the age g- keeps going and going. So there's less 50 year olds. There's some 60 year olds. There's a couple of 70 year olds. And there's basically like two 80 year olds. My grandmother is 96. 
So there's nobody alive uh, that gets in her age category. <laughs> the only way that like she counts, because they have this really fun uh, race where it's just like, um, you get points based. So it's like, like the way the race works is like, if you have a bunch of young people on your team, you have to score really fucking high. And the more older people you have, it's like a spread. So like the, mm. the older your team is, the less, uh, like the, the slower times you can have and still win. So like having my grandmother on that team being 94 is like a ringer. She's like a ringer. She's just like, all, like, cause you could put like three 20 year olds, two 30 year olds and my grandmother on that team. And then now all of a sudden the average age goes way the fuck up and they so they're like blowing people out of the water because she's like a huge outlier. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did Statistically. Did y'all watch her get in the water and swim? Oh yeah. No, she jumps in, dude. Like she jumps off in uh, off of those little diving board things. She jumps right in. So she was so when so when when her competition was up, nobody else was in the pool with her but her. Um, no, other people were swimming in that heat, um, but their times weren't counting towards her age category. Because, like, they, they have limited amount of pool space. So, like, everybody's kind of, like, running their own heats. They just happen to be in the pool at the same time. Is this time. a league? Mm. It, it's, it's, yeah, it's called the Masters. It's, like, all, it's across the United States. You can join a swim team at any point in your adult life and compete in it in, uh, like, several states across the U.S. It's a whole thing. It's, a, it's like, a basically, it's a giant swim club. Lots of people do it. Now, and, let's get to the question that really matters. Here. Yeah. Who did you bet on? Well, that was the thing. Is So, like, it's a big, giant meet, and they give you a big, long paper of, like, what the heats are going to be. And so you'd have, like, a list of the swimmers. You'd have a list of their ages. You'd have a list of their, like, of, like, how well they did on that kind of stroke. Because usually, like, the heats are divided, like, like okay, we're doing a 200-meter breaststroke. And, like, that's what this race is. And then after that, you're doing a 50-meter butterfly. And that's mm. what that race is. And you have to do that stroke. And, like, your times count for how quickly you finish. So anyway, so it shows you, like, the swimmer, their age, their last time for that stroke. Uh, and- do we show you their best stroke, though? Um, yeah, it, it'll tell like you can see which ones they're best at. So anyway, so basically, me and Elena are sitting there on the bleachers, like figuring out just like, all right, cool. I got five on Gladys. Uh, you're you're taking Veronica. All right, like fuck that. Gladys is like ten seconds shorter than Veronica. And then, but my grandmother chimed in and she's like, yeah, a lot of times they lie about that to make themselves seem worse. So that they can beat their own time, because like that's that's like a volunteered time. She's like, "What was your last? What was your last time on fifty meter breast?" And they'd be like, uh, "A minute and forty five seconds." Um, and then my grandma's like, "Yeah, a lot of times they just make that up so they can beat it." Um, and I'm like, "Oh, that's another element of like intrigue in this bet." So me and Elena were basically betting five bucks on races the entire time we were there. Um, she won about forty bucks. So, so you basically you didn't. No, I, I mean, I had her, like, in the first half, and then, like, I just kept losing after that because, like, I you was just not taking the right names. You bet on still lost. Yeah. You, so, that's you crazy. You definitely bet on blood. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, though. That's low-key fire. Yeah. yeah that's a, that's, grandma a, that's a good story. That's pretty, if I just yeah, seen grandma pretty... jump in the pool and start swimming. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, no. We were, like, like, we were screaming. My mom was there. My aunt was there. I was there. Where was, was there. The, where was this? Uh, it was in South Carolina. No. Um, oh, okay, okay. In uh, Greenville. South I was about Carolina. to say they got a, they got a national swim league. It's a whole thing. It's across the U.S. Like every every state in the United States, like you can sign up for the Masters uh, swim league or whatever. Like literally anybody can join it and then join a team, and then now you're on a swim team like that competes in the U.S. So, so like, what 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 rank is your granny? Uh, she, like in the, in the she's nation. ranked number, uh, one in her age group. Mm-hmm. Um, but so like the, before she was this old, she was still like, she's got, uh, like two walls filled with gold medals in her office, like at her house or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, because like, she just started crushing bitches, uh, as soon as she turned like 70. Um, because like, she just was like fastest. She didn't start swimming until she was like 55, 60. She didn't learn how to swim, but she wasn't swimming. Like she, no, that she knew actively. how to swim, but she never swam competitively in like school or anything like that. She decided to start doing that like in her sixties. She was just like, I want something to do. Like I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna and so and like my mom was swam when she was in school. Um, so my mom like kind of coached her a little bit in swimming, and then she just like kept going and kept going. And she's like, I'm gonna sign up for this masters meet. I'm gonna sign up for this masters meet. And then she just started like fucking destroying. Like mm-hmm. she was. So she's got a shitload of records. She's. Um, She's 
she's got the number one time in like all the strokes from like 85 on like she's she's number one uh in everything like for older than 85 is that by default um no because like there are a couple people that survived into that category but it's just like you got in the pool and you got it. out that's that that is what you accomplished like there it just because like some of like I'd, I'd go to some of her older swim meets and it was just like watching these people like like they're not going to drown right like they they will yeah they've yeah, done yeah. this before like mm-hmm. you didn't this isn't their first because like it's it's worrisome to watch like a 86 year old just like kind of float like wiggle their body to like get them to go forward they look like they're gonna die um <clears throat> so my grandmother did not look like that you were very confident that she was gonna make it out of the pool um but you know she was like 86 actually for a while there they started sticking her with 70 year olds because like she was smoking other was 80 year olds too hard they're just like this isn't this isn't even fucking fair for them she was smoking the 80s yeah what, did she start smoking in the 70s? She was competitive with 70-year-olds at like in her 80s. So they, they stuck her down with them. Smoking in the 70s was a real thing in the 80s. Smoking in the no, 80s. No, 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 no. She wasn't smoking. I'm saying she was. No, I'm, I'm just saying the metaphor. I said yeah. she was smoking in the 80s. And I'm like, ah, smoking in the 80s was real. <laughs> I just, you know what I'm saying? It was a real thing. Yeah. Mm. That, was, that, was, that was. What was that called? The crack era? Yeah. The 80s? Or was that the 70s? No, the crack era was the 80s. With like, because like the crack, like there, there probably was crack in the seventies. Um, oh, it definitely. But was. the crack eras in the eighties with Rick Ross and like the, uh, uh, you know, like the FBI giving them cocaine mm-hmm. to sell on purpose so that they could fund their own like black ops, uh, yeah. fuck shit in South America. Like that was the whole, um, um, Iran Contra scandal was the government trying to make money off of illegal drug running, um, which is basically like. A very like it's it's a thing that the CIA like all the you know number agent or letter agencies do um, is like fund secret uh, uh, criminal like enterprises to yeah. to make money for shit that they don't want to tell Congress about. So yeah. So Smoking all right, well let's actually get into the episode today. I feel like we yeah. hit the first like thirty Sorry, minutes. I took that too far. Yeah, we we we. we I don't know how long we've been, but we just started talking about well, it was some good stuff though. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think Chris got some. You know, what I'm saying a few things. Well, so uh, one of the things I wanted to show you guys, because uh, this is kind of like what we do, kind of what we talk about, um, but not exactly. I mean, like you guys all know what Reddit is, and um, so like I subscribe to uh, our Tales from Your Server and like kind of all the bar, restaurant subreddits, um. And uh, it's just, it's it's so peppered with great stories, kind of like the ones that we had. Like, for example, um, where'd it go? Oh, yeah. Uh, this one girl goes, I sexually harassed my boss's boss. Now, let's, dis- <laughs> now let's dissect that title. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, Eli? Let, let's dissect. Entendre. I sexually hurt my boss's boss. Yeah. Now, that's telling me. That's the head honcho. You should have just said the owner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The the GM, wherever you work at, you should have just said the GM or something. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. obviously it's somebody above you. And also, I want to know, this has to be a, are we going to read this, but this has to be a lady. Yeah. No, it is. It says so. Because uh, there's no way you're, there's no way you're a grown man by saying I sexually harassed yeah. somebody. That's well, she insane. calls herself you're going a, to jail, a waitress. Also, she should be going to jail if she really harassed anybody. Well, the the story goes is that um, like the 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 boss's boss, like the owner, was being slimy towards her, so she just went and was slimy back to him, uh, and then he didn't do anything. What so. what what is that? What does you mean? It was it was slimy back. Oh, so the the story is like basically the owner comes in, tells this girl to smile more, um, and he's like, "You should smile more," and then her reply is like, uh. I smile, uh, I smile when it counts. And then he's just like, no, you should smile more because I'm here. And then she's like, so you like it when women fake it for you um, was the whole dialogue. That was that was the story of, of what went down. That's what she said to him. But the reason I thought this was interesting is because um, like I feel like sexual harassment runs rampant in restaurants. And it's pretty much accepted that you can't uh, be sensitive to that. Hey, I, you know, if, 
I'm no guys. I gotta sit up for this one. And that's, and that's what I wanted to know. Uh, I that's got what some I wanted, good because that's what I wanted to hear you guys talk about is like how you feel about sexual harassment in in the restaurants. Like, what are your so I feel like thoughts and feelings. I gotta get my feet up for this one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because th- this this is a good one because we was I was talking about this the other day with someone. Um, especially and they work in the restaurant too with me, and they was like. I feel like if you don't work in enough kitchens or just kitchens in general, there's always like a a sexual difference, not a difference, but a sexual tension between yeah. servers and kitchen staff mm. or not even that, but just like men and women in restaurants. Like that just naturally is like the topic of conversation. Yeah. And not, not if like it should be, but just, I feel like that's naturally just the vibe because we all just, we all just be on the same page. Like mm. we, and we all like know what what's going on. But I feel like I feel like it's not it should be accepted. But I feel like there's a fine line of it's it's funny and cool, and then it's like it's too far. Yeah. I feel like once it goes too far, it's like all right, we at work, bro. Like the jokes and like us joking with each other, you know what I'm saying about shit is like all right, cool. Like there's not there's not been a kitchen job at work that where it's not like fucking jokes or sexual shit going on. Not like actual sexual acts, but like the jokes of what's going. You know what I'm saying? Like little funny shit. But there's a, there's a fine line of, all right, that was way too far. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I think going off of what Chris is saying, like the, like when uh, you basically like have to accept it. It's like when you're interacting with customers. Yeah, it's yeah. like you like if they like basically sexually harass like a waitress or something. Like, unfortunately, the waitress like almost has to accept it. Well, oh, I thought like, you mean with customers. I thought you were no, talking about with yeah, employees. Well, that's, that's the that's the flip side of this. Oh, I thought like, you were talking about you talking about with customers. I'm t- I'm talking about employees. Yeah, yeah, shit. no, and uh, yeah, no. I hear you. Like the like, there's the employee side, and yeah. then there's the employee to customer side. But that's too. great. Well, point, that's the case. Yeah. You've been sexually harassed by a lot of ladies. You, like, oh yeah, like, haven't you been <laughs> sexually like harassed like a shitload? No, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, that's the thing is, uh, as it's a guy, like, like I older ladies, and they they say some like sideways shit to you, and it's just like whatever because they're old ladies. Like, what are they gonna do? But yeah, no, I mean, like, it'll, yeah, yeah, no, like it, it, it but it, most of the time it doesn't really bother me. I don't let it. I don't let it bother me because it, it it doesn't. There's nothing really, at least for that. Like, I know that. You know they're they're like ladies, they're joking kind of thing. Yeah, in, but in a, in it, a sense, uh, um, can we agree though that like it gets annoying for men and when women? It's like gay guys, that's when it gets annoying. Like, yeah, that's, I feel like that's it, the comparable to like when when like guys hit on the the girl like mm-hmm. the waitress wait staff. It's when gay guys hit on me, and I'm like, dude. Basically, yeah, it's whatever guys off. hit on people. That's yeah, that is, yeah, exactly. Like, no, like we're wearing a lose lose. <laughs> I feel like it's a fine line between the men and women doing. Like if like if, if a dude goes out and like don't get me wrong, like if you a chick server, every girl who I know who's a server always do shit. Like they mm-hmm. always either like gonna wear some tight pants or like wear a shirt with the with no bra. Like they go, they purposely do shit because like most girls know like they they gotta do some shit yeah, to get some messages. You know what I'm saying? They're going to do some shit to get the extra tip. Like, it's, it's just natural. the way, yeah. This is they the already this know. It's just the way you play the game. Like, you got to play. Like, they know. Like, even the most humble girls, like, the most modest girls I know, I was like, well, I'm not wearing a bra today. I'm about to try to get some extra tips. Like, mm. because women know most of the dudes that come in, whether they're young dudes, they age, or older men, I'm like, oh, she, she looks right. She got the titties. I'm about to throw some extra tip. And not even that. Women like that. Like, she look good today. I'm going to get, you know what I'm saying? So women can naturally look at that too and still do that. Mm. So women always like that. But. I feel like for a woman server, when they do that, it's kind of it's kind of different because they know dudes gonna hit on them. And hold on, before I get to another topic, ladies, I didn't switch off work. I don't like when ladies out there because I, I just thought about this when y'all wear certain outfits and y'all expect us like, why are you looking at me like that? Well, you 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 wore this, you knew what mm-hmm. you was doing. You put that on. Don't act like I'm the bad one for looking at that ass. Mm-hmm. I think you, there's something to be said about that. I'm I'm thinking about that Dave Chappelle bit. Yeah, where you just like. Like, let's say me, Dave Chappelle, the comedian, goes out dressed up like a police officer. There's no reason for you to assume. And then someone comes up to be like, help, help, uh, Mr. Police Officer. I've been trying to be like, I may be dressed this way, but that does not mean. <laughs> like me. And he goes like, fair enough. But you shouldn't be surprised yeah. that yeah. we expected yeah. whatever, whatever. Anyway, it's, it's a good bit. But yeah, but back, back to what I was saying. Go ahead. What you about to say? No, no, no. Go for it. But back to what I was about to say, though. So I feel like it, it, it's like a... When you when they do that, you just gotta know like that's what comes with it. But I feel like girls know like if they go if they look at someone, especially girls who look good and they serve 
And they wear like, you know what I'm saying? They might wear a tight shirt with no bra. Or, like if they got a nice little butt, they might wear some tight jeans or like some tight, mm-hmm. you know, I'm spandex that they can at their job or like short shorts that they can at their job. And like they know guys that hit on them. But they, most of the time, like you said, as long as they're not actually overly like rude with it, like extra saying like some extra wild mm-hmm. shit, they just flirt with it, be okay because they like, I'm going to just play the game. Like they know. You know what I'm saying? Because you probably didn't work with girls. I know you have who like that dude hitting. I mean, they just play. They just play with. As long as they're not overly like rude with or like overly aggressive, like mm-hmm. as long as you playing it cool as they do. Like, yo, you know what I'm saying? It's funny you joking. They play with you. Mario, you have a good day. You know what I'm saying? Then the dude might leave a number. They be like, I'm not gonna text him, but I just said whatever to him. Mm-hmm. But once you start doing like going out of bounds, like you going too far, yeah. then it's like, all right, bro. Now I gotta check you. Now that's what. Like, I, yeah, I'm here to work. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Because they, um, it, it it will especially. Well, I mean, it goes both ways too. Because you know, like I have a big chest, so I don't button like the very top of my like button mm-hmm. down. So like I play the game too. It goes both ways. I think both sexes are are playing to the advantage that they have. Yeah, to say the least. Um, I, and I think it also goes both ways in terms of like. For an example, with like the men and women, like when a like a a man customer is hitting on a waitress or something like that, you know, it go, it it's tolerable to an extent to where yeah, like you said, where if if it's not going over, if it's not pushing the boundaries too hard, then it's like it's it's okay, it's whatever, you know, they're just working. Um, but like when it go when it steps out of line is when it can go south, and that's when. You know that I've I've run into that. You know I've had people I've had people hit on me, and it's you know it's okay. It's like I'm like whatever about it. But then like once it steps out of line, then I'm like okay, fuck off. Yeah, it's the same thing. It go it, yeah, it goes both ways. Um, I, I I will say that I work with mostly more like modest dressing waitresses. So they're not like really showing everything, but um, like they're dressing more modestly. And then some guys are still just, you know, some guys are just animals. Yeah, just no, go. they don't care. They'll go, they don't care if you're dressing, if, if you're covered head to toe in clothing, they'll still, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then some people are. are yeah, I was about to say, it's, it, also, it's, it also depends on like where you work at in the dress code. Because some restaurants have mm-hmm. a dress code for servers, like when, you know, I'm wait staff. Yeah, you know, so yeah. you gotta wear this. You gotta wear a button up. You know, what I'm saying? it's like, and some places are way more loose. Yeah, so yeah, if you work no, at a, like I like the like I don't work that place where I get real like loose. You know, what I'm saying as long as you got like black on or whatever, like the black shorts or some jeans, you can wear like mm-hmm. jean shorts, spandex. Like as long as it's like a certain cover, they don't care. Like I don't work some, some spots are really lenient. Some are more like yo, know, you, you gotta have a uniform on. So depending on where you work at, they don't care. You know, what I'm saying? so if you work at a lenient spot, you might be able to really finesse it and get away with some shit. Yeah. That yeah, especially the dress code like where I work at, it's all black. Doesn't okay. matter. It's okay. all black, and so there's not like two like if there's no spandex. Like you can't wear those. Yeah. Or like the leggings, you can't yeah. wear that. But like I like there's a restaurant across from us, and you know sometimes I see the girls that are walking in there. I'm like, damn, <laughs> you know they're really playing to the advantage. Like they're they're, <laughs> they're really using play- they shit. They're playing the field. You know, like res- yeah, uh, like at my spot like, now. Whew, you know what I'm saying? You can. Well, you can wear short shorts, spandex, tights, leggings, all that. You know what I'm saying? As long as it's, you know, whatever. It's not really a big deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's no, kinda, ours, yeah, that's like our dress code is it's really very no bar. Fun fact, though, I've never hit on a server ever. I don't, I don't know. think you ever should. I was actually just about to bring that up. Yeah, uh, I've never. Like, and a part of that is also this reason, though. is because, y'all know, I've been working in kitchens and, like, restaurants. I was, like, 15, 16. So I came up, like, at that time when I was, like, I wasn't thinking about hitting no chick at a job because all the people who work at servers are usually... At least 18, 19. Yeah. So at the time, I wasn't old enough to hit on nobody. But by the time I started working, it was like, there's no point. Like, like they hit to work. Like, I knew, like, working. Well, like, yeah. they hit to work. But like, they hit to get hit on. Like, I might, I wouldn't even, and you know what I'm saying, be so dumb my, enough. So my point is, or my thought is that, like, it's okay to skirt the line, like, some kind of flirtatious line. But So, like, there's a lot of ways to be a scrub. But one of them is hitting on people in restaurants or bars or really anywhere that they're working that they're customer facing um and the reason for that is because they have to be nice yeah and they can't leave yeah like so like so like you're a real piece of shit if you think that you're like 
if if you want to corner somebody at their job and their job is to be nice to you, it's like their whole job. Um, and then you try to do some shit like that. It's just like really super lame. So it's like you like like I, I, I you can feel however you want to feel about it. I feel like, yeah, there's a line where like you don't want to go too far, um, but it's OK up to a certain point. But know this for sure. Uh, you're lame as fuck if you hit on people at bars. It, so this is my this is also my thing. Some people be delusional because like the serve whoever serving the men or women like are being nice. They into them like no motherfucker. They at work like they yeah. have to they have to they're be nice. Pay, to you. Yeah, they're paid to be. They paid to be nice and yeah, they trying it's to like, get they tips. It's like basically the same thing as a strip club. Yeah, it's, it's basically like, oh, it's the exact same really thing. Really wants to fuck me. She Not, keeps no. showing me her boobs. Like yeah. it's so weird. I, pay, I like it's so weird. I gave her a hundred dollar bill and she showed me her tits. Like it's the craziest. <laughs> I think thing. she wants me, dude. It's I think, the same I think thing. she wants to settle down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, people have to stop doing that because like it's also. But don't get me wrong. Like there have been times where I've been out and like out eating and like the server was kind of like looking at me and I'm like ah uh. yeah but then like you said she's just being nice or like you mm-hmm. you might get a little more because as dudes we can tell when a chick is like overly like talkative because like I can see like if a chick is like when she my server if like she mad talkative to me like yeah can I get you this like they just asking a lot of questions like mm-hmm. I never seen you around here do you be I'm like you. You don't need to do this. But, like, I could tell, like, she might have. But I'm like, you could just be a very nice person, talkative person mm-hmm. at work. You know what I'm saying? So I just never want to toe that line. Yeah. But the only thing I've close to did, like, one time I was out I was out eating at a restaurant. And it was a spot one of my friends worked at. He, where he, was, he was in the kitchen. And it was a good-looking server there. This was years ago. And I was like, yo, my boy, she, she single. I, I kind of, like, asked him about it. But I didn't even hit on her. I just kind of asked him what was going on with her. And I didn't, like, do nothing with her, like, even... Mm-hmm. Make that a further thing. I just kind of asked him. So that was the only time I might have hit on a server, but I didn't even hit on her. Like, I didn't even ask her for nothing. I just asked him about her eventually, but I didn't, nothing turned into anything, obviously. But that might have been the closest one. But, like, yeah, I'm not really, I'm not going out to eat trying to hit on nobody. That's, yeah, I think there's like a, there might be like a more of a specific way to do it. Like, just a, if, if you, I, I think if you come at it, like, if, you just have like a very take it or leave it attitude and you know, you ask at the end kind of thing. Like you, you do it at the, you do it at the end, but it's very, it's not like a, it's not in a creepy way. But if think, you just clearly ask like, Hey, like you're, you're very pretty. Can, uh, can I have your phone number? Yeah. Like that's it. Like it doesn't need to be this weird, like drawn out thing and just be and, point and blank. You, and, I'm with you on that one. If you're going to yeah, do that, if like say you are eating, get straight to the point. Yeah. And say, hey, this is I, yeah. And yeah, if you go even, I don't. Yeah, I respect that you're at work, and I know that you're paid to do this, and you're paid to be nice to me. You look good. I kind of I like your vibe. Yeah, like, I don't know if you got a man. There's not, better you know, ways to do it than like yeah, actively no, I, hitting on them, flirting. Yeah, I think that like there's really, easier, there's body cues, eye contact. There's way more yeah. under there. There's way more ways to. Show that you're attracted to them. And like you don't fellas. have to like straight out. Just, oh my god, your tits. Yeah. <laughs> and fellas, don't I mean, love them. And fellas, if you out with your friends, like say it's like four or five of y'all, and y'all been like, no, if y'all been drinking, just don't. Oh, because yeah, like it's gonna be, it's gonna. We already know how that's gonna go. You're gonna be mad and annoying. And like, I think it also depends on who you like. If you with your group of friends, like don't do it when everybody at the table. Like just wait till like everybody leave. And if she, you can't get contact with her in like a few minutes when everybody about to leave, just chalk it, bro. I like, don't do be that. waiting it's, around it's, five it, ten it minutes for her to it come ain't back. That like, deep, but it's it, it, it's one it's one person. Yeah, yeah. I think that There's the only good way to do it uh, is to like after you've signed the check. Yeah. Like like do not do that shit where it's just like. Hey, uh, I want to close out with you, but like before I do, can I have your number? Like that's yeah. fucked because you're not going to get a real thing out of that. Um, like wait till you sign the check. Really, actually, I think a, a good move is just putting your phone number on the receipt. Like I've never been offended by somebody leaving me their phone number. Yep. In fact, I'm like, that's a great compliment. Thank you so much. I'm not going to call you, but like I I now understand your sentiment, and mm. like that was the most respectful way to do it. Just be like, here's here's the tip. Like here's like job's over. Um, and that's, but that's really the whole point is just like sign the fucking receipt and then say whatever you got to say, like, let, like, like, let the work be done and then say your shit. Like, don't mm-hmm. say your shit while she's, he or she is still working. I just you know what I mean? Something. Cause like, they're still working until you sign your receipt. Yeah. I just thought about something. What? This is a funny topic. I know you have got numbers left for you. 
Mm. I know you have got numbers left for you before. Mm. Is it safe to say, man or woman, if you haven't got a number left as a server that you're trash looking, like you just, you ain't shit. Or you yeah, might just probably. be a shitty job. Like, is that safe to say? Well, it's, it's either that or you're an asshole. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you you either asshole, you suck at your job, or, like, you might yeah. not be that good looking. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of like that whole thing where, like, if you're if you're single in the winter, you're ugly. That's what I'm saying. I don't say that. Somebody else said that. People say that. <laughs> Do you believe that? Me. What's no, me? I, don't, I don't believe <laughs> What's anything. What's it me? Hey, I, I, have no, I have no beliefs about anything. Or the, no, but, it, no, it's it's in the same vein of that. It's just, like, if you've, if you've worked at a restaurant for any period of time and you've never gotten a number. Especially at a server. You might need, you might need, need to hit the gym. Focus more on your personality. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. yeah. the gym got to do with it? Maybe go to the gym. I mean, that, like, what if you already, like, skinny? 90% of its body game. What if you already in shape and skinny? Then yeah, you should probably like smile more in the mirror. What if you got a bad smile? What if you just ugly? Hey, man, maybe man. serving's not your like, your career. But so, you know <laughs> there, why I said that though, Chris? Yeah, because I was thinking one time I was like, I, I was like, because you know I never served. I was like, if I served for a year, I could get at least one number left. Like I, I have to get at least one. Mm-hmm. Dude, you'd be getting numbers every fucking table. No, if no, I, I I could get at least if I didn't get at least one number left in a year, it's time to retire. Like a, that's fair, man. It's time. Like that's, one number, that's probably fair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like one. Do it got to be a limit though? Because I don't want no like seventy year old lady number. Like it got to be at least like a. They don't usually leave you their number. No. Oh well, I, I, of course I'm not saying a seventy, but I'm saying like the cougar, like the forty year old. I've heard I've heard weird stories of people in that age group being like, "Well, you should come back and uh, uh, do stuff with me and my partner." Um, that's been like, I've, I've had real life experiences of people being, having that proposed to them where it's just like, you know, my partner and I want you to come back to our house so that like, Mm. we can do stuff to you. I have. Uh, (laughs) And that's, and that's, that's like, it's like, it's, it's usually a little note. Uh, like they'll write them an extended note to hand them with their receipt. Uh, so, but that's, that's the only time that you get numbers out of that age bracket. Mm. Like, like, even if like the, the older lady is like vibing hard, like she'll tell you, she'll tell you in person, uh, what she's trying to get after. It's, it's the younger ones that like, will write their phone number on the top of the receipt and be like, Hey, you're cute. And then give it to you. So I have a funny story like, about that. Tell you what they're about. Right. Because, about. but I feel like that's that we'll talk about that on the Patreon because I have Something to say about like that whole. I forgot we weren't doing the Patreon, which is why I had to pause for a moment and rearrange my language when I was talking about that other. Yeah, because I got I got some shit I can say about that, like being Mm. offered to come. But anyway, um, (laughs) being offered to come help out or like be invited to like someone else's bedroom with a couple. But I got some shit to say about that. But we'll talk about that on the Patreon. But um, I know it's like it's tough because like that whole shit. It'll make it weird because like. I, it, it's the flip side of that of like we was just saying like people being rude to where it's like dudes can be okay I got you it's rude cause like dudes can be mad where and me being in the kitchen like I see the other side of it of like servers like oh this fucking dude out here being fucking annoying creeping on me like just saying mad weird shit so like I can see like how that shit can just be so annoying have let me ask you two Eli, have you got a, like a lady hitting on you when she was like overdoing? Like, all right, lady, you gotta calm down. Like, you're you're blowing it. Like, you're now you now you're pushing the line. Cause like I said, it's always a line. Even for any of you as a dude, as a male server, mm-hmm. it's a line. So yeah. have you got the line? Was like, all right, lady, you pushing it now? Honestly, I don't know. Okay, I don't. I, I can't remember. Is like, it because you don't care enough, or you like you know? No, I mean, I'm I'm I probably forgot. Maybe it happened at the rose. Yeah. Okay. Um, like I, I just I I don't remember. Yeah, I'm maybe. Not. I mean, I, it's definitely been more gay guys because I am a handsome handsome gentleman. But um, and yeah, and also, it's definitely them where I'm like, you're, you I'll, need to no. Yeah, also your new job is in Nashville, and it's a lot of yeah. Oh yeah. Nashville. Oh my god. <laughs> it's a lot no, of those in Nashville. You know what I'm saying? Like like my situation, not not that situation. Um. But no, like going off of like social, like I guess kind of social contracts. At what point is like so when a customer is being like rude to you? At what point do you st- can stop being nice to them? You know, like I want I want to know y'all's definition because I've like we I've I've told my story of like how I cussed out a guy. At what point 
is here, like we're basically, it supersedes like getting the manager where you have to take care of it. You know, like mm-hmm. when does a, an asshole customer cross oh. the line where you're like, no, we'll, 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 we're skipping the chain of command. You're dealing with me. <laughs> yeah. Like this is, this is happening right yeah, now. Maybe skip. Chris, you go, you go ahead and take this up first. Cause I might be a little lengthy. Um, that's tough because like I've definitely, so like I've taken care of problems instead of my manager a bunch of times where my manager would have preferred to been the one to take care of that problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of my like career has been bartending, uh, not, not serving. And when you're bartending, the sentiment is usually that like you can cut somebody off for whatever reason, no matter what, like we'll usually back you up as long as you're not like just doing it to be de- like, like one of the first bartending gigs I ever got, uh, I was working with uh, somebody that had been doing it for like years and years and years and years. And this lady was sitting at the bar talking about a bottle of wine, like being really obnoxious about everything. Um, and then eventually this guy was just like, hey, are you going to stop being a dick or do I have to cut you off? And he just like said it like that. Like this guy's got like 10 years in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just like puts it out like that. It just be like, I'll cut you off for being a dick. Like if I don't like if I really don't like you, I'll just cut you off because like the philosophy is just sort of like, if you're annoying everybody around like, and the staff, like mm-hmm. that's good enough reason for me to tell you, go fuck yourself. Um, and then, so like, I've done a couple of those things where, and like really the line is like, do I think I could get away with this or not? Um, cause like there was a, a you know, a few times where it's like, yeah, no, you're cut off and just be like, I want to talk to your manager. I'm like, okay. Uh, and then you're like, uh, did he say you're cut off? I'm like, yeah, he said I was cut off. He's like, well, then you're cut off. I don't He's the bartender. I'm just the manager. I don't know. Anything, <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, I have had a couple of people do that. Um, the one time, but like now that we're after COVID, it's just super different because like not only, uh, like have servers been able to get away with more fuck shit, but like customers have started to feel like yeah. they can bring more fuck shit into the situation. Um, and the, just the like, fuck shit inflation rate has increased it, tremendously. It's, it's, flying out of, it's out of control, you guys. Like, we need to get the politicians working on it. But so, like, the fuck shit inflation yeah, the, the, our fuck shit inflation is like <laughs> both way, sides it's, it's are out increasing of the, the fuck shit. So, like, right after COVID, there was this one time where, like, if I wasn't by myself in the dining room, I had one other person there. Um, and it was a busy weekend. And this lady had like an eight top at one of the high, high top tables um and i'm like running around running my ass off because we're like that busy um and they're like being just like annoying but like just slow at everything like like they're they're like conducting themselves like i really appreciate them being there um or like that i should really appreciate them being there <laughs> if I had a- um that like that like like they're they're like they're somehow like giving me a bone by like making my job harder they're just like oh you know what would really make me happy you know what would like really just do that do it for me like i don't give a fuck like <laughs> we do not care. like that doesn't that doesn't like hold value to me at all like i want to get you to stop talking as soon as possible um that's what i'm doing here because like anyway shit slam but the thing is she pulls me aside um, at some point, like pretty close to when they were like going to wrap everything up, she pulls me aside and just like, um, I just have to say that I waited tables when I was going to college and I loved it. And you seem like you really hate being here. So I think that maybe this isn't the job for you. And, uh, so like that was, uh, that I snapped, I, I could not take that shit anymore. Mm. Um, so what I do just like, uh, lady, you listen to me. Okay. Um, <laughs> you listen to me in a second. Yes. Go, go, Chris. <laughs> I you was like, to me. I am one of like five people that work here. Um, we all work open to close six days a week, pretty much. This is my tenth hour of work today. Um, in case you were wondering, I haven't had a break. Um, none of us do. Uh, we just do this all the time. Like we're barely keeping it together. We're doing our best, but I don't know if you've like scoped the theme. Uh, l- like looked around you, but like everything, like nobody's working anymore because of the the mm-hmm. like everything. Like we're stressed, like we're stretched as thin as fucking possible. Mm-hmm. Like it's all I can do to just like keep this together. I'm glad that you loved your 1980s, like you know, two shifts a week while your parents paid for you to go to college. Uh, fucking restaurant experience. I'm sure that that was magical. Like the cocaine probably didn't hurt either. But mm-hmm. like this is fucking hard. Um, you need a 
fucking watch what you say. Like, like you're being an asshole, right? Like you're like, I didn't, I didn't like basically what I was able to impart to her is just like, you're being really difficult for no reason. Like, I'm sorry that you don't think that I'm like giving you the experience that you deserve, but like, I'm just doing my best. So is everybody here. And this is a really hard thing to do mm-hmm. right now. Um, so if you could go sit down, I have shit to do. Um, and she was like, Oh, I cannot believe it. I'm just like, before you start, I've already comped all your shit. You guys can go when you're done, but I'm done serving you. Um, and so I just deleted all of their food and I was just like, yeah, you're done. I'm, you know, like, sorry for saying that. I comped all your shit. You can leave when you're ready. See ya. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, I wish you said, half, I, don't, I don't know how much you that you actually said, but I wish you said at least half of it. That should have been beautiful. <laughs> that was, that was like, that was the, that was the, um, the spirit of what I said to her. And it like, it, it came out just, uh, pretty much with the same, like attitude. And that's the thing is like, I had an attitude and like, as, but I, I touched on all this points. Just like, listen, it's, it's just us here. You're being difficult. Like go sit down, fuck off. And she's like, I can't believe it. It's like, I already deleted all your shit. Leave when you're done. I'm done serving you. That's basically mm-hmm. what, what happened. Yeah. Um, and I felt really good and justified doing it. Uh, it felt amazing. Obviously, like our manager would not have wanted me to do it like that. Uh, but I happened to be in a particular situation where I could pull that off and yeah. then still have a job afterwards because like in no other situation would I still have been employed after that interaction. Uh, and so where's the line? Well, I want the line to be there. I want it to be so that as soon as you start being ridiculous, you can just be like, okay, like like mask off facade down like you're being ridiculous like we're all human beings here just trying to get something done like you're out of line behave um i would like for you to be able to take the mask off like whenever you feel like you should but unfortunately you have to do this like little fucking dance and um i feel like a lot of people have figured out you know just how to get real close to the line without crossing it like because like i think that people uh like there's there's a type of person that really enjoys conflict um and gets oh, a sure. gets a sense of power out of uh uh making somebody mad but also keeping them in a position where they can't do anything about it like i feel like that's a real fetish for a lot of people it's just like uh-huh. ooh, i like i f- i like that twisting guy over the knife. and you can't do anything about it yeah i like twisting the knife that i already stabbed in your fucking abdomen yeah yeah, yeah. no so yeah, yeah that's like, like the that. biggest thing you're like um and this goes out to all the servers that are listening yeah don't let people that wear their asshole as a hat like justify how they're gonna like speak to you like don't let fucking people and it's the one thing is that it's tough because i like i work at a place where if i like basically said what i wanted to say to a customer fired yeah that second like it's it's one of the like it's now getting back to the point like post-covid where like I, I will get fired for what I, what I say. Yeah. So I have so, to, I have to tread a very fine line. Yeah. So, um, so my yeah, line just, is way shorter than y'all because y'all know how I am with people. Y'all know, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Y'all yeah. know how I, I don't. Yeah, I'm straight too. I don't cut no corners. I don't t- like. And I do also, miss back of the rows when I could just <laughs> basically say what I want to yeah. say. Like that was great. Also, I don't. Also, I, I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't serve. I'm. You know, I cook. So like, I look at it differently. Like once, like you start like if i get like if like i so I say like servers come to the back and complain to the kitchen all the time like this fucking table table this that and the third is pissing me off you know what i'm saying if i get if i get more than two or three of those out of the server then i already want to come cut you out you know what i'm saying so if i gotta come do something because not because it's, it's always funny you know what i'm saying i guess it's because you know me and who i am my size or whatever but guys who don't know i'm like six three I'm a big guy. You know what I'm saying? Big, strong man. Yeah. So, anyway, most jobs I be at, anytime a table's being annoyed, I need to get kicked out or something, or go cussed out, I always get called. Hmm. Like, okay, Cam, we need so You know what I'm saying? Got to yeah. get out of here. That's always been my part, mm-hmm. also. So, maybe because of that, but, like, I be ready to kick a motherfucker out. You know what I'm saying? And me, I don't know what the line is. Like, once you start, like, cussing and pointing and doing all that extra shit, like, pointing fingers and yelling, yeah, you got to go. That's yeah, no, that's, I think that's it too. Like, if I ever had a table that started like cussing at me, it's no, yeah, no, I, th- again, it skips chain of command. I will not let you disrespect me like that. Yeah, yeah. I feel you like you will not disrespect my honor. Yeah, I feel like if a, if a customer, <laughs> that is, take my honor. I, I will a, defend my honor. I will guest, not let you. If a guest ends up talking to a cook, 
or a kitchen person, that's kind of like if you go to the zoo and then you fall into the lion enclosure. You know what I mean? Like, whatever the lion does, it's not that lion's fucking fault. Like, yeah, we put no, him in once... the cage for a reason. Yeah. You're just supposed to look at him and enjoy. You're not supposed to interact <laughs> with him. So it's like, if a, if a fucking guest starts talking to a kitchen person, it's like, whatever that guy says to you, that's on you. You're not supposed to talk to them. Yeah, that's d- why they're back there. You done fucked up, A.A. Ron. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I love, I love it. Uh, like, when somebody's, like, lost in a restaurant and they end up, like, poking their head in the kitchen. It's like... Hi, um, excuse me, and then you just get like some, you know, like neck tattoo person who's like, yeah, no, it really what? is the lion's den. The fuck, it really is. When yeah, you, you know what's bad when they do that. You're not safe anymore. Yeah, no, you're, you're in the octagon. In the kitchen. Like, it's, yeah. it's a fight like, on side. Yeah. You know what's funny about that? I don't work in a lot of kitchens, and like every the time a customer come man. back, every time a customer come back to the kitchen, like accidentally, whatever, we like, oh, what the fuck you want? Yeah, like no. it's just wild. It's just wild zoo. Like, yo, what the fuck, fuck are you doing? doing There's here? a reason why we have wait staff. They're yeah. the nice ones. They yeah. deal with you. Yeah, I don't have to be nice to you. What are you? What the fuck are you? What are you doing, yo? Like, like no BS. Um, this happened the other day. Matter of fact, some dude came back and like you know most times you might walk past somewhere you might see like people see a trash can. He seen a trash can with like in like in the back kinda, and he didn't see one when he was walking up towards the front. I guess so he walked in and tried to throw. I was like, yo, dude, what are you doing? He's like. Oh, I'm throwing this away. I was like, bro, it's trash cans everywhere. I was like, you can't be back here, bro. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. I was like, yeah, get out. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. I don't fucking walk into your garage and start looking for power tools. Yeah. Like, if I did, you, you, you'll pull out the shot. Like, yeah, you're walking yeah. my dog. Like, I just need to charge my phone on the side of your house real quick. Don't worry. Like, that's <laughs> not what that's <laughs> Yeah, for. that's a good one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, my, <laughs> yeah I'm walking my, oh, sorry, my dog just like, like oh, watered right up to, to your back door. all of my outlets, so that sucks. <laughs> yeah, nah, I, I don't, my line is very small. That sounded crazy, but I'm not, I'm not dealing with that though. Well, that was a good topic about lines or thresholds, guys. I think, um, mm-hmm. kind of mapped that out a little bit because we're, we're getting short on time for the rest of this episode. Yeah. Moral we're, story we're not getting short on time. We're, 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 tra- we're about to transition over to the Patreon. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. if you guys want to, you know, continue this topic, and we're going to get to some more topics, you know, you got to go, you got to subscribe to the Patreon. You know what I'm saying? Come over there and join us and get the rest of this good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because this episode is not over. It's just if you want to hear the stuff that we can't say. Yeah. On spot. Like some of the stuff we said we can't talk about right now, we talk about on the Patreon. Yeah. That's going to the Patreon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you What's know what I'm saying? Thing? This portion of the episode is about to end. Correct? Correct. All right. And we're about to get out of here in three, two, one. Later, guys. Later. Oh, any closing words? We yeah, out. No closing words today. <laughs> we closing words another day. We out. <laughs>